Well, hello there and welcome back to the show. Now, I have spent a lifetime managing my stress before it happens, waiting to get back on my yoga mat to bring my mind, body, and soul back to center. Now, what if we have it all wrong? What if our goal is to stop the stress before it even happens, especially in our neurodivergent homes? Imagine the difference it would make for our ADHD adolescents. Now, this episode is a rebroadcast with L. Ingalls, founder of the Pressure Free Method and the Pressure Free Parenting Book. It is chock full of gold nuggets, so you might want to take some notes or listen to it twice. We talk about what stress is, how it affects the body, and why it's important to stop it before it starts. We talk about the three steps of L's pressure-free method. We also talk about a simple 10-second tool you can use to stop the release of stress hormones. Now, L Ingalls is an international speaker, coach, author of Pressure-Free Parenting, and founder of Pressure-Free Living. She's helped thousands of people from age 10 to 80 live pressure-free lives. But before we dig in, I want to share a word from our sponsor. Stress happens. It just does, especially for those of us with ADHD. Sometimes it feels as if the fight or flight switch in our minds is stuck on on, leaving us stressed out and overwhelmed. And that's why I depend on experts like nervous system educator Krista Bevan. Krista has created a truly, truly brilliant course to help moms like me and you regulate our nervous systems that tend to run on overdrive with ADHD. Now, if you know you need some help in the emotional regulation area, an executive function challenge for ADHDers, check out her foundations course. It's designed for what she calls cycle breaker moms, but the content is brilliant for ADHD moms too. It has honestly been a game changer in my own life. I'm a course participant and I really love the way Krista teaches in a way that my ADHD mind can understand, along with easy steps to implement what I'm learning into my everyday life. You can can find all the deets at bit.ly forward slash vdm dash radical mother dash foundations, or you can find the link in the show notes. And just so you know, I only recommend and allow sponsors that I have personal experience with and Krista and her courses are the real deal. So check out the course and enjoy this rebroadcast episode with L Ingalls. And you're listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast with Tracy Nolan Bierman, where we believe that you can have ADHD without ADHD having you. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories, as well as invaluable tips, tools, and practices for managing overwhelm and using your beautiful, unique mind as a superpower. Motherhood with ADHD is the journey of a lifetime. Let's enjoy the ride together. And welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman. And today, my guest is Elle Ingalls. And Elle, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. It's a really important time for people who are parenting young ones today. It really, really is, really. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to, I don't even know that we that we mentioned the um, your parent, your um, pressure-free parenting book that you wrote. Yeah. How sweet is that? If you can tell us a little about a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So uh, I raised three boys. My husband and I have been married 32 years. Mm-hmm. We raised three boys. And um, it, it was my son, it was a combination of a mentor in my life and my two sons 
that even made this all possible for people. So I was creating a business. We'd worked in nonprofits for years. I was managing an orchestra for years and um, did a lot of really great things for our community, um, but hadn't made a lot of money. So, and we lived on one full-time salary with a little piecemeal because we made a commitment to our kids that a parent would be home with them. Mm, So, um, so that's how we raised our family. And I share a lot of that in my book, um, like how you can parent on a shoestring and what's Mm -hmm. really important to your kids. Um, it's not the flashy car, although sometimes our kids were embarrassed by the cars we drove. Right. We had an we had an '88 Aries station wagon. <laughs> Aries station wagon, love it that. Lasted, <laughs> it lasted so long. We gave it to Goodwill, and someone on our very same street actually picked it up and was driving it. Oh, you're so, kidding! That's funny. So yeah, you know, it's it's interesting how we choose to parent and and what choices we make, right. especially during 2020 now 2021. Um, there's, there's a lot that people are going through. So back in 2010, um, I wanted to create my own business. Mm -hmm. I put a mentor in my life. I was creating a financial consulting business actually. And, um, I've I've taught financial management to nonprofit managers for years. So I wanted to kind of pump it all up, but he took a look at my bio and he goes, I've read your bio online and this is not what you should be doing. Oh, so I know my face kind of fell because I'd been working hard on it. And he goes, right. I'm just saying, stay open. Mm-hmm. And that's advice I always give my clients of all ages. Mm-hmm. Can you stay open to possibility? Can oh, you, I love that. you know, really soften yourself to listen and see what might be possible for you? Mm-hmm. So I, um, that two nights later, I'm talking with my kids, our dining room table is kind of the center of our home and we're mm-hmm. all around it. And my two older boys were playing baseball for the same high school team. And my eldest goes, mother, you should coach our team and all your mental toughness tips that you teach your violin students at the college. We would be amazing if you would teach the other boys that. And I just thought he was joking. Like who wants their mother in the dugout? Right. Right. (laughs) And and he looked at me and he goes, I actually want you in the dugout. That's how serious I am. So I looked at my middle son to get his approval. And he's like, yes, mom, do it. Like talk to the coaches. You could really help us. Wow. So I started, I've never considered myself a writer because my husband is a professional writer and I kind of, I don't know, feel like maybe I'm not that good. So I just started writing. It was like pouring out of me. And all weekend long, I just kept writing and putting these little tidbits together. And I shared it with my husband. He tightened up the language. We put baseball graphics into this little pamphlet. I took it to the coaches and it was 2010. The head coach was a financial planner and he saw what I was doing. He goes, I need you. Can I be your private client? Wow. I'm like, sure. Okay. (laughs) So two days later, I was shooting the breeze with my department chair at the college and um, I just sharing what I was doing. And she goes, you know what? I seriously need that. And she literally grabbed her checkbook and said, how much can I pay you to start working with you? Well, how nice is that? <laughs> so I had two, two paying clients and a whole baseball team to start right. crafting this thing. I didn't even have a name for it, Tracy. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. Right. Um, and we came up with the idea of pressure-free. My, my full name is Pamela Starrett Ingalls and PSI, mm-hmm. pounds per square inch. So that's how we came up with this idea of pressure-free. Oh, By the way, for your listeners, if like a year down the road, they think, who was that crazy woman Tracy was talking to and they don't remember <laughs> my name, just think illegally blonde, 
for L, okay, <laughs> right. and Little House on the Prairie Ingalls. So ah, okay, that's, that's how helpful. you can remember me. And so anyway, uh, pressure-free means no matter what pressures and stressors come your way, you can stay free of releasing stress hormones. Mm. Stress is not the real culprit. It's the release of stress hormones that right. does all the damage to us. So my method is predicated on the neuroscience of the stress response mm -hmm. and how to stop it before it takes us out. Right. And that is, it's been miraculous from, uh, um, just popping in my mind right now, a 14 year old that I was working with. So I work with people as young as 10. They tend to be high achievers. Right. And, uh, but all the way to 80. So okay. an, old, an old brain can learn new tricks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and some people might think, oh, your young ones must get this right away. You know, it's completely individual. Right. For right. some individuals, stress has been in utero. They've mm -hmm. been stressed before they were even born. Right. And so I am a very patient coach. We work on this method together and I find the tools to help you. I have over 40 tools in my arsenal to help mm -hmm. you. Um, and we, we just kind of gradually work on it. But I had a 14 year old who had been in chronic anxiety for two full years, mm. basically hadn't smiled in two oh, years. Goodness. And her father knew me really well and he, he had me start working with her. Um, and when we were working first in the strategy session together, um, I asked her, you know, what is it that you want to see change or happen in your life? And she goes, well, I want to be a graphic artist. I want to go to California and all these things. We live here in Michigan. And then she goes, honestly, Al, I just want to feel happy again. Oh, baby. And so um, I shared something with her and I want to share it with your audience right now that yes, people don't know. There are two floods of stress hormones. Most of us are familiar with the adrenaline flood. Mm -hmm. um, that puts us in action so we can fight or run away. But there's a second flood of hormones called glucocorticoids. Mm -hmm. People talk about cortisol today and they try to reduce it. You do not want to reduce cortisol if you've released adrenaline earlier in your day. Oh, cortisol is a very important part. I think we're divinely made, first of all. I think that yeah. our body systems are here to help us and right. keep us alive. So the second flood, that glucose and the cortisol goes out to fix your brain cells hmm. and your muscle cells that you've actually compromised when you go into fight or flight with the adrenaline. Right. So oh, really, interesting. Yeah, this is so important for people to understand. It's really critical that flood be able to go out. Mm -hmm. so some people are, are doing things, <laughs> all kinds of things, to try and not have it go out. But no, you need those, those hormones in your body. Right. And so they're going to go out to, um, but one thing they do is they can make you feel anxious for no reason. Mm, okay. When so they go out, after the, after the adrenaline. That, yeah. Okay. Second flood. So you right. got nervous about something, you release the adrenaline, and now later you're still kind of nervous and there's no reason why you should be. Got it. So that's why the chronic anxiety starts to happen. And mm -hmm. it's really a downward spiral. Um, so when I shared that with this young woman, she was like, oh my gosh, you're telling me that I'm not crazy. Oh. And that my my body, like this is just a part of the process. Right. And then if we don't release that first flood, the second flood won't go out. Right. So right. instantly she understood the science behind the biology of her body. Right. Like that is exactly right. So I'm going to give you all these tools 
to help you not release the first flood of hormones, no matter what fears you have. Got it. So you're you're not going after the cortisol. No. You're going after you're you're stopping it before the adrenaline gets released. Correct. Correct. That is so important to know. And I also, I believe that I, I agree with you, Elle, and then I think that we, our bodies are miraculous, right? They are, they are, they are built for human life, right? I, I, I this is a little woo woo, but I, I say no. that we are, we're spiritual beings in a human form. And this is, I mean, it's a gift. It's amazing what the body can do. When you consider the crap we put into it. Oh my stuff. goodness. I know, I know. <laughs> I think about that, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. So it's amazing. I know that I can't wait for you to tell us how do we keep <laughs> those adrenaline hormones from being released? Right. So, um, you know, it is our body's natural mechanism to protect us from a physical attack. Right. But most of us are not under attack today. We can mm-hmm. feel as though we are. And, you know, let's just talk about what we have going on today. The immune system is so critical. When the first flood of hormones goes out, there's a little, you'll see it in the news today, interferon gamma. It's a tiny little um, protein that is the first step in your response system. When you release adrenaline, it drops up to 90%. Okay, and then it comes back up. But when you release the second flood of hormones, that has, in some research studies, have been shown to drop up to 40%. Wow. Okay. So your immune system actually has to change in order for these floods of hormones to go out and do mm. what they're supposed to do. Right. But it compromises your immune system. Why is why many people who have autoimmune disease, any kind of disease, I had eczema for years. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an immunity issue. Right. Um, stress acne, you know, all the different things, asthma, any chronic disease is directly caused by these hormones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and here's another little tidbit before I share the method with you. Mm -hmm. Um, When a male releases these hormones, it's going to take his body up to nine hours for the hormones to dissipate out of the cells. Wow. And he's back to normal. So that's his whole day at work or school or his whole night trying to sleep. Right. It's way too long. But for women, the cycle can last up to 24 hours. (laughs) So yeah. I'm glad you're saying that's not out. surprising, <laughs> right? I mean, really, it's not surprising. Well, it's, it explains glass ceilings. I've worked with professional women who have wanted to promote other women, but they can't trust their emotional response. Mm-hmm. Right. We overreact. And it's because we are in the stress response for so long. Anything can feel like a threat or dangerous. And our job is to protect us and our babies. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's our natural, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. So we have a longer, longer cycle. I call it the stress cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only supposed to release if we're under attack. Right. I know. Like we're, I mean, it's, it's instinctual, right? It's, it's survival that we have carried into, you know, we're not, most of us are not being chased by bears. We're not. <laughs> right? we're but not. our bodies act like we are. Exactly. Yeah. For, for the smallest of things, like dirty socks on the floor, yeah. or, or right. um, you know, I went out to get in my car and my car wouldn't start. <laughs> right. Like all the little things that could happen today. And I mean, honestly, I remember being um, <laughs> winter here in Michigan, trying to get to school in the morning. And the first snow was always like the most fun day in our family's life. Like we're outside for hours in the snow. Right. So of course everybody came in and they didn't put all their mittens and stuff by the heater enough to get them all dry in the morning. Uh 
So of course I'm packing extra socks and I'm like, so change your socks to school because your boots are wet and blah, blah, blah. You think they're going to do any of that? No. Right. Right. But you know, and then we get out to the car and we're a hockey family. So the gear comes out, but still the inside windshield is frosted up and they don't design the scrapers for the inside. So I'm in there like <laughs> frantically trying to scrape my window. I must have triggered 20 times that morning. No. Just trying to get my kids to school and me to work. Right. I think most moms, I mean, we've been home, you know, we're, we're, right. we're, we're January, we're in the beginning of 2021. So we've been home, but I think every mom knows exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and now we're even doing it in our homes. We will find things because we're so used to overreacting. Right. We will actually find things to complain about and to grow over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just an incessant habit for us. So my goal with all of my clients is to help them break that 24 hour cycle or that nine hour cycle, mm-hmm. go an entire day so that when your head hits the pillow, your body is actually renewing, refreshing and resetting. Mm, I love that. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. So when you wake up in the morning, I've had, even my 18-year-old son, we were the first two to really dive into this method. He's 18 years old, senior in high school, getting up at 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m. because he's awake and ready to go. Right. He's just getting the real night's sleep, like not just trying to get to sleep. Right, right. But actually resting and refreshing. Oh, and how many of us, moms especially, would love to wake up well-rested and refreshed. I know. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's insidious how, how we've made this, how our society has created, we have created, we've built a very, very stress-based society. Right, right. When we have so many creature comforts all around us. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, right? We have more than we've ever had before. Ever. And we have more stress than we've ever had before. Yeah. So that's my mission to help you stop the release of these floods of stress hormones. Mm -hmm. So your body can actually get a real night's sleep. Mm. Then what starts to happen is that those chronic diseases, those chronic conditions start to dissipate. Right. I cried the first time I touched the skin on my middle knuckles because Mm. they were covered in eczema since my first big violin competition at age 13. That's when my hands broke out. Mm, and for oh. 35 years, I had painful cuts and openness mm. on my hands. Right. So every time I did the dishes, every time I washed my hair, pure pain. Oh, so it was a constant reminder. Constant. And yeah. I was in constant pain and didn't even know it. Mm. And I was actually doing the dishes the first time I touched my skin and I could feel it. I was like, oh my gosh. And I called my husband and I was like sticking up my middle finger. I'm like, honey, honey. Right? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> I said, I'm touching. This is real skin. Like Aww. it was, I just sat on the floor in tears. I was like, what have I done to myself? And because right. mostly women are going to be on here, but I don't care for the dads too, because mm-hmm. you care about women. Um, I had dense fibrous breast tissue my entire adult life. Mm-hmm. And eight weeks of using this method, my breast tissues turned completely normal. Wow. I was like, oh my gosh, did I just save myself a decade or two? (laughs) Right, right, exactly. 
So it's pretty incredible what can happen when you stop this stress cycle, when you get out of it. And I, you know, I, um, a big part of what I teach, well, I teach that, that your thoughts create your reality, right? And there is this mind-body connection that there is no arguing. I mean, there's tons of research out there that your, that your mind and body are connected. Yeah. And, you know, I talk about sending yourself and your body loving messages, you know, <laughs> instead of, oh, the, the, eczema or all the, you know, whatever it is, Uh, right. You know, being, being loving toward it, like you would a friend. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. We beat ourselves up and it doesn't help. No, it doesn't. It makes it worse, doesn't it? Cause then it makes us, it makes it, we feel bad. And then it's kind of that perpetual, you know, we perpetuate the, uh, the, the, uh, um, all those feelings and, and all the stress. I just did a post on my Facebook page, which anybody can Facebook into me if you like. And, on that post, it's on YouTube too. I said how um, our thoughts matter about mm-hmm. ourselves, but our thoughts about our children and about others matter too. Oh yeah. If you definitely. say constantly in your head or to others, "I have a high anxiety child," mm. we're perpetuating that anxiety. Right. Right. And we have to be we have to be mindful of our, our thoughts and what we speak. We really yeah. do. I love yeah. that you that forward. Yeah. And that I, I, I feel like, you know, we have, we have the thoughts, our thoughts create our reality, but then once we put it out in the world and, and, um, in words that we're, we're declaring yeah. it, you know, yeah. that, oh, I have a high anxiety child. I mean, that is a declaration yes. and, and then they, they, they catch on, they you know, have, they, they yeah, they hear it. And, and, you know, I, I talk about how our kids are always watching us, Yes. Not necessarily by what we're doing or by what we're saying, but how we're being. So if we're feeling that way, they're feeling it, you know, Absolutely. whether, and they might not have any idea what it is that they're feeling, but yeah. they're feeling something. And yeah. that, you know, when I was yeah. first working with that baseball team, a boy had two strikes on him and everyone in the stands that was near us, you could instantly see them deflate and think he's going to strike out. Mm. I turned to this whole crowd of parents and I said, we need to believe in this boy right now that right. he's going to hit that ball. Mm-hmm. I, I coached him right on the stands, right? Right. So everyone was looking at me like I was crazy. We're like, no, I'm totally serious. Relax your abs. Come with me and believe it. This kid hit a triple, his next pitch. He hit a triple. Right. You know, they feel us when they're out on the court or up on mm-hmm. the stage or wherever they are or on their Zoom call and you're in the other room, they feel us. And yeah. so it's important that we, I like to tell my parents, put your mask on first, your oxygen mask right. <laughs> on first and, and learn pressure free mm-hmm. because no matter if your child works with me, that's great. But if you don't learn it too, yeah. um, you know, they're it's just going to keep imitating you. Right, and right. You need to you need to take care of you exactly, and be you know you're not being selfish by learning how to stop the stress cycle. That's yeah. not being selfish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, yes. All right, tell us more. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so three simple steps. I'm okay. give you the method. Three simple steps: um, targets, triggers, and then the third step is tools and the mm-hmm. ten second solution. In the te- oh okay ten okay. second solution I so love it <laughs> that is actually the title in the title of my book it's pressure free parenting the ten second solution to reduce stress and anxiety oh sweet okay yep so that's right in the title there and I'm actually working on a new book the pressure free CEO for oh leaders. lovely okay yeah so that's my next book coming out in 2021 here 
But this one, parenting. So that's targets. What are those? People tend to have health targets, relationship targets, or performance targets. Mm -hmm. They want to do better at work or school. They want to um, have a better relationship with their parent or their sibling or their girlfriend or their spouse. They want to have a better relationship or they want to improve something that's going on with their health. They have stress-induced asthma or they have um, a heart issue or something chronic going on. Um, so those are the three where places where targets usually come in. And I'd like you to write your targets. That's the fuel to come back to this method whenever you start to feel stressed. Mm, okay. So having a target and knowing, you know what, I am going to have a more loving relationship with my children. Mm-hmm. That is like, first and foremost, 2021, no matter what hits us. Right. So if that's your target, there are going to be so many things that take you out of that. Yes, right. <laughs> and those, those things and anything that causes you to feel anxious, stressed, those are your triggers. Mm, right. So um, when I do a full intro session, I go into what I call the ABCs of pressure-free. And I'm going to give you the A's. Angry, annoyed, anxious, or afraid. And then anytime you have feelings of shame, so ashamed. Mm, Right. If you can start to notice that you're starting to feel any of those emotions. Also, overexcitedness is going to release too much adrenaline, too. Mm -hmm. But I like to focus on those A's first. Those are going to identify what your triggers are, like the dirty socks or the car not starting or feeling like we're late or the tech messing up and your kids can't get on school. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever right. it is, those are, those are your, your triggers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So identifying a few key ones is going to help right away. Step three are tools and the 10 second solution. So I have dozens of tools to help my clients. Um, the, the first one, the, I'm just going to give you one today. It's just coming for me to share this one. So, and it's to relax your abdominal muscles. Mm, okay. One of the things that kids do not respond to is when parents have moved into a certain voice tenor. Mm, yeah. Um, it's, it's got a vocal fry to it, which a lot of younger women are trying to have to sound tougher, but it actually harms the vocal cords. Oh, you okay. want to be in your... Hell, I just, uh, I just lost you. Right? Oh, did you lose oh, there me? you are. Okay. Um, okay. You were talking to, we'll, I'll have that piece uh, taken out, but okay. You were talking about um, relaxing the abdominal muscles. Yeah. So if you relax your abdominal muscles, your throat's going to be softer. Your whole part of the body's going to be softer and people will know, like, and trust you more. Your children, anyone, anyone you're trying to communicate with will trust you more. Hmm. Okay. This is body armor and we tighten to repel. Oh, interesting. Also, the moment you relax your abs, if you can do it in the 10 seconds, when you first notice you're getting anxious, Mm -hmm. you tell your brain you're okay because your abs will immediately tighten in fight or flight to protect yourself. It's body armor. So when you relax your abs, it tricks your brain. Wow. Very simple tool. You can use it anywhere. You're driving, hitting a storm or whatever. Your kids are fighting in the back, whatever's going on. Right. If you relax your abs, you won't go into fight or flight. Wow. Strength release. I've never heard that. And I've been studying um, all of this mind body. You know, I've been doing yoga for almost 30 years uh-huh. and like studying all of this stuff for all the, I've never heard that before. Believe me, I work with psychologists 
mental health professionals and physicians that do not know this because I drilled so deeply on fight or flight. Right. That is my expertise. I've read over a hundred research papers. Mm -hmm. I've read over a hundred books. It's like so, so deep. So this is my expertise. And my, the physicians I work with are like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm already as we're as as we're talking, I'm, I'm relaxing my and it's it's counter to the way that I was taught to, you know, hold your stomach in, you know, yeah. oh, no, let yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> it do feel oh better. God. Yep, it's really interesting to play with um, people's abdominal muscles. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's just a very easy tool. You can use it in any situation. And it's really impactful for relationships, but also your general health, because most people's guts are really messed up, no matter how great their diet is. Right. I work with clients who have perfect diets, perfect exercise. They meditate. They do yoga, They do everything mm-hmm. right. But this is the, the leg of the stool that's missing. Right. right. It's the mental health piece. And so yeah. really understanding fight or flight. Plus, I lived under the myth have your stressful day and then Calgon take me away. Right. Right. Isn't that what we, yes, exactly. I can can imagine that. um, I I can imagine that, that little jingle. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And that was it. Right. Okay. Have your stressful day and then come home and let it go. That's right. But we didn't know then. Well, and I didn't even know before now that for women, that um, those, we don't release the, I mean, we, we have those chemicals for 24 hours. Yeah. So even if we, and, and, you know, I, I, um, when I work with moms, I talk about that, you know, when you have a thought, you know, like always shifting your thoughts, always shifting your thoughts up. And if you can start the day with a smile, and I've been trying to do this, um, as we started this year is to wait, you know, cause your mind automatically, I think the human mind automatically goes to, you know, you wake up neutral and your mind automatically goes to, oh, there's that thing. There's that thing. There's that negative thing. It's a reaction. Yeah. Yeah. It's the reaction in trying to, you know, I've been successful a couple of mornings so far this year, but waking up and, and when I realize that I'm awake and just putting a big goofy smile on my face, (laughs) just to Uh stop stop the pattern of the thoughts. Cause once you start the thoughts, then they perpetuate. And here's why a smile works. If you catch it in the 10 second solution, if you mm-hmm. were too late and the adrenaline already went out, you will feel like you're really fake smiling and that it's not working. Okay. Oh, okay. Seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of articles on that. Like smiling doesn't work. Yes, it does. If you can catch it in the 10 seconds. Mm, okay. So here's- all of this needs to happen in those first 10 seconds. An incredible amount of self-awareness is what you're talking about. Yeah. Noticing what you're noticing, you know? Yeah. And that's why with my clients, I'm like, I say, don't try hard. You can't try hard here. It's the opposite of that. Yeah. You need really gentle and generous with yourself because you have habits that are centuries old. Right. We imitate, we've imitated anyone who had influence over us, including peers. Right. The mean girls in fifth grade, Mm -hmm. we imitated those. And we still do it today. Right. You know, and I I love what you talked about earlier on too, is I really do. I believe it's generational. Like we have this generational um, ancestral DNA in us that is, you know, so we have to work at it. We have to not work like work, work, but we have to be aware of it. And you talked about even in utero, having being stressed out in utero when the mom is stressed and the the fetus is stressed too. Correct. And that's a reason for a lot of our ailments today with newborns. And we, we are not a society that is pro taking care of pregnant 
mothers. Like we really need to get back to that, I believe, and really nurture each other and really care about the the bringing of life into the world. You know, what is that? Yeah. So it's fascinating to dig into it. But yeah, the stress cycle is the stress hormones are the culprit. Yeah. And it does take time for most of my clients about the six to eight week mark mm-hmm. is where they've really start to have breakthroughs. But for some, it takes longer and mm-hmm. we're not, like, we can't be in a rush because how long did it take you to make these? Right. Um, That's yeah. the thing. I know. I know. It's what, if it, if it took you, you know, however, you know, 50 years yeah. <laughs> to, to uh, create these patterns, then it's yeah. not like you're just going to, oh, I think I'll just decide. I mean, if, it, if we all just decided today that we, I mean, wouldn't that be great? We would, well, you know, we'd be, we'd and, be a, a different I, civilization, right? But that's totally. not how it works. <laughs> and I, I never, I never assume though. And I, I also give all of my clients, all my tools, even the young ones, because I don't, know which ones they're going to love right because we're all so unique but what's fascinating is that 14 year old girl she she, it's the fastest i've ever seen a breakthrough two and a half weeks oh wow two and a half half weeks weeks. and i came for her session and she goes well i did it and you could see the genuine smile on her face like she she broke the 24-hour pattern you know i wonder too if because she was young and she didn't have the, the patterns. And she also had the belief because you have to have the belief yes. that it's possible. So maybe, right. you know, maybe, and yeah. what a great, like, this is a great testament for starting early yes. so that you can break those patterns. Yeah. It's, it's easier to break the patterns. Like we were talking about, you go another, you know, 40 years and then it's really tough to break yeah. the patterns. That my, is awesome. My and youngest, I love to hear that for a little girl. Yeah. My youngest, he allows me, it's, it's actually in this book. Uh-huh. When he was 10, he had anger issues mm-hmm. pretty, pretty badly. And um, that was the year that I created Pressure Free. And we started using it as a family and he never had an anger outburst again. Oh, and not that. only that, but where he felt he was, he felt he was terrible at math. Like he, he was a very high achiever, terrible right. at math. Couldn't do this, couldn't do that. He ended up, and, and I don't say this in, at all to brag. This is what he did, not me. Mm-hmm. He um, ended up valedictorian, the head of the elite math and science center in our wow. county. He ended up, he's at um, Columbia right now in New York within over four points. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he has full recollection from one listen and one read of pretty much anything. He doesn't have to reread or, or do any of that. And it's, right. it's all because his brain now works. Right. Whereas before it wasn't. Once yeah. we go into fight or flight, you shut down memory and learning. You can't even launch memories, right. which is right. why if you had a traumatic childhood, you can't remember a ton of things. You can't yeah. remember. Right. And the willpower, the two areas of the brain, there are two areas they shut down because, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned the smile. The smile is huge because you keep dopamine flowing. Oh, okay. Smile and dopamine. Yeah. There was a 1977 study that I can't find anywhere on the internet. I believe it's been blocked because pharma would want to block it. Um, Excuse me, pharma, but I I think you might. Um, On smile therapy. Uh-huh. All clinically depressed individuals smiled throughout their day for a certain amount of time. By the end of this experiment, they were all off their medications. What? So smiling, smile therapy is free. Right. It doesn't right. cost anything for you to put more smiling in your home. I love that. I really, I mean, you can't, when you smile, you can, how can you be 
anything other than like, I mean, it's, it's silly, right? It feels smiling, feels kind of silly and goofy, right? I mean, how can you feel any different? I love that. I love that. It's really true. And you can't because you just released a little dopamine in your brain when your corners right. of your mouth went up. Okay. That's why. And dopamine is the neurotransmitter required for your entire cortex and hippocampus to work properly. Mm. And what a great way to start your day with your brain actually working rather than shut off. Right. And most people start it shut off, which is why you worked those math facts so well the night before. Yeah. But all you have to do is hurry up. You're going to be late. And your child has released their stress hormones and they go to take their math test and they cannot remember. Right. <sighs> They're not supposed to remember in fight or flight. Yeah. So pretty much every family starts out their morning creating fight or flight scenarios. Right. That all of us are then affected. We go to work only, we don't even have, they say we only use a tenth of our brain. We're only using our survival brain. Right. We're not even beginning to use our full cognitive ability. Right. And I say that because now I can memorize music in minutes that used to take me months. Mm. As a professional musician, it's phenomenal what this old brain can do now. Right. And I watched it happen to my own kids as they became pressure free. Like, yeah, I only have to listen to this once and I know it. Right. The brain is finally working. And that is so incredible for people. Yeah. L, this has been <laughs> amazing. I have learned so much in this little bit of time that we've had together. This has been fantastic. And I cannot wait to get this episode out so everybody can listen to it and take notes, please take notes because you've just, you've given us so much value and you know, the, the, um, the tips, the stomach, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm already doing it actually. (laughs) And the smiling, I mean, those are, those are priceless. So Al, this, um, this show is, uh, is all about possibility. And I mean, you've just shared possibility right here, right right now, but can you tell us about a time in motherhood when you either achieved something or overcame something that you felt was impossible? Yes. Um, 2011, I was one year in business or 2012, I guess about a year and a half. I, um, was working with an amazing Um, coach out in California and a web team to bring pressure free to the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in concert black about to perform a faculty recital. I'd just gotten out of my car and this message came through telling me that the company that had just had taken $39,000 of my money has gone bankrupt and my website will not be produced. My husband had just left his job to go all in and helping me create this business. Mm, right. <laughs> and we had three children, two in college. Well, one, one, one in college, one about to graduate, and then a 12-year-old, right? Right. And I, I lost all this money. Mm-hmm. Right. And I felt like such a failure. Um, how could I have been so naive to think that this was even going to work. Like all the, all the terrible thoughts. Here's one of my thoughts is like, play with the big boys and you can get burned. Mm, (laughs) Like I had all these thoughts. Well, that's a helpful thought. (laughs) Isn't that ridiculous? Like the chicken soup for the soul guys had this guy as their web designer. Like I was going to be this dress queen. Right. 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 So I, so I went through now it was years because my husband in his fifties, he'd be like on the short list for jobs, but they would give it to a 20 year old. Right. Right. So my youngest son, he didn't have a real Christmas present for four years. Mm. Like how our family, how our sons 
rose to the floor to say, mom, we believe in your business. Oh. We believe in pressure free and we don't care what it takes. I'll wear the same school. They were in, one was in private school. I had to wear school pants, you know, I'll wear the same pants every single day if I have to, oh. you know, I don't need, we were a hockey family. I don't need new skates. These are going to be fine this year. I don't need a new stick. I can, you know, we drive our vans to the bitter end. Right? Right. It was so incredible how it brings tears to my eyes, how my kids and my husband, we all, stood up and got through those tough years mm, right. as a family that today what my, my sons will say is we are so grateful for how you raised us. We're so well, grateful. They got to see you, right? They got to see you not crumble yes. and to keep yeah. going forward toward your, your dream, toward your vision. I yeah. love that. It was so cool. And my eldest to this day, he texts me every single morning. I love you, mother. Thank you so much for bringing pressure free into my life. Like mm. every day, he texts me how important pressure free is in his life. Oh, gosh. So, I love when the kids, they don't always do this, but I no. love when the kids show you that all the work that you've done and, you know, all that you've been through, it was all worth it. I love that. Yeah. That's, and they is. don't always show you, but no, sometimes they, they do. <laughs> they don't. And, you know, and what are we showing them? The respect is a two way street. Right. You know, exactly. how my, I'll never forget, like after my eldest son's open house, we're laying, we're in bed and he comes running and it's like midnight and he jumps between us right? and we're in bed together till 3am him telling us all the things that we made a difference in his life about. Oh gosh. It's so cool. It's like every parent's dream, right? It was so cool. <laughs> and the biggest thing was our commitment to, to us being with our kids mm, and doing right. things and being happy and laughing and, you know, just really, and, and it, I'll never forget a time too. And my youngest came home from school and it was a beautiful spring day. I was working hard on the computer and he goes, mother, let's go out and play tennis. We just played right in our driveway. Right. Uh -huh. And, and I had a project due. I could have said, Oh, not until after supper. Cause I've got to make up what I, I stopped myself. And I said, Absolutely. Mm, right, right, right. <laughs> he was 16 years old. Like, I'm going to go with that energy. I'm yeah. going to go. And I pulled on my shoes and we went out and played 20 minutes of the most fun tennis. And then I came back in and finished my project. Right. And, made dinner, and dinner was 20 minutes later than usual. Who yeah. cared? <laughs> and it's okay, right? I mean, even it doesn't even have to be 20 minutes. It could be no. 10 minutes or just the stopping what you're doing to be with your kid. Yeah. I know I, 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 am, I am guilty sometimes. Times yeah, you know, of uh, let me finish this first, let me finish this first. But this is not, you know, we're only going to have our kids with us, yes. um, in our homes for a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. Al, this has been amazing. I've <laughs> loved this interview, so oh, many so gold nuggets. So, can you tell, um, well, first of all, um, can you share one action step? So, you shared yeah. the, the abdominal um, right. one. To, yeah. Is that the action step that you would share with our listeners for today? Um, let's, let's just do one more because you you're working a lot with your audience about changing up their thoughts. Right. So, here's something you can add to that can be super helpful. Okay. Um, it's, I pretend there's a switch on the side of our heads. Mm -hmm. And when we're going into stress, the switch is going down when I'm releasing mm -hmm. those hormones. So you need to take your hand and do a physical motion because adults' brains can really only rewire re in two ways. This is one of them. And that's to take your hand and, and make it, or body, and make a big motion. Mm 
Okay. So this motion here is to just to flip the switch. I take my hand and I just move it from, from down low, up high. Mm -hmm. As if I'm turning a switch on my head. Um, the, making the motion, your brain is going to go, oh, something's going on. Oh, I'm doing okay. something different. Now you can rewire those thoughts. And so I use a little three-step thing. I, well, four, actually. I flip the switch in my hand. I smile mm -hmm. to get dopamine flowing. I look up into my head, and my slogan here is, caught you. I'm catching my brain going into a negative space. Oh. So I kind of talk to it. I say, caught you. And now, instead of an affirmation, try an uh, what I call an empowering question. Mm -hmm. How can I solve this? Mm. How can I help my child? Right. What can we do here? So either use I or we, depending on the situation, with how can I or what can we. So what can or how can. Um, an empowering question is going to get you to solutions so much faster. Right. I think, too, it doesn't it get your brain to think. It makes your brain stop to think. Right. Yes. So yes. it's, I love this. Oh and my gosh. Your brain is just like Google. It loves questions. When you right. ask a question, it's going to search. Like I found a violin lesson from 40 years ago to give to myself once uh -huh. when I was having trouble with a passage. It wow. bubbled up when I asked the right question. Most right. of us ask the wrong questions. Yeah. I love Don't that. ask the question like, why can't I do this? Why can't I? That is that is a not the question, right? Because you can your brain can come up with every reason why you can't. Exactly. <laughs> and most children will ask those. They'll go into the negative pattern pretty fast. Like, how come I'm so stupid? Why right. can't I figure this out? Instead of the empowering questions. So right. your brain loves questions. When you flip the switch and move into those questions, it's just phenomenal what's supposed to happen. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I am a yogi. I, I embody a concept. So I use this, I use this sweeping behind, you know, like, oh, that is a, that, that chapter's over. So I love that flipping <laughs> yes. the switch. So, because yeah. I really think you, it's that mind body connection too. You're, yeah. you're giving a signal. Oh, this is important. You're using right. a big motion here. Yeah. That is fantastic. Opens up, it opens up possibilities within your neurotransmitters, within your neurons. Right. Really cool. I, I already feel like I can feel in myself right now because I'm getting excited about what you're talking about, <laughs> but I can feel, I can feel the, um, the, uh, um, it's the dopamine, right? The dopamine that when you smile and when you're excited. Yeah. 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 And I watch, can feel that right now. And, and I say, find your sweet spot so you don't over do it and release right. stress hormones the other way. Right. So, right. When you're so excited. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We know as moms, we know that if our kids get overexcited, they can't sleep. Right. 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 We're the same way yeah. because that second flood of hormones is a wake up drug. It will keep you awake. Do right. it. Love so. this. Oh, this has been fantastic. I, I have loved so every cool. minute. So many gold nuggets in here. Now, yeah. how can our listeners find you? You can just go to pressure-free.com. Okay. That'll take you to lingles.com. Mm -hmm. But if you forget my name, just remember pressure-free. And, um, and then on Amazon is my book, Pressure Free Parenting. Mm -hmm. And um, that's up in, and running right now. All so right, sweet. And I you also it. have a, a, little, um, a little gift for our listeners. I do. Which is yeah. really amazing. Listen up. <laughs> um, yeah, I like to be super generous because Pressure Free is meant to be shared. You know, you have school district who needs this. Please connect them to me. 
anybody that you know that could this could help it's life-changing yeah so i like to provide a really big gift to anyone who's come on a podcast or any speaking of mine um so what you'll get is a um uh, four little videos that are from the session one of my course mm, you can sweet. really see what happens in the stress response it goes deeper for you than what we could do here today right and then if you sign in and be on my email list i'll give you my entire course workbook Sweet. so that you could on your own just start reading it and start learning and honestly you know it's hard to make these changes it's a, it, this method is not rocket science right. but our habits of reaction are very ingrained yeah. so i'm totally here for you you can just click contact on that website and go right to my calendar to book a free call with me God, I love that. How generous. Thank you so much for being here for that generous offer for our listeners. And, um, you know, anything is possible. Thank you. Goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom with ADHD podcast. To get started on your vision-driven mom journey, go to visiondrivenmomwalk.com to download the Vision Walk audio guide. Join the collective of moms with ADHD moving their bodies and their lives forward and leaving overwhelm behind. Anything is possible, even for the mom with ADHD. Goodbye for now.